Oi, Kelly, when I scratch my stubble, my microphone picks it up. And I I think this should be our new sound. Like, do you hear this? <laughs> or is it just my... I, this is not an ASMR <laughs> channel. Hey everyone, and welcome to Animate the World, a show about two friends and their love letter to animation in all its wonderful forms. I'm your co-host, Kelly Spimo. And me, I'm Richard Minari. And it is 2018, and we made it. Woo! (laughs) Welcome to 2018, everyone. It's good to see you here. People are probably like, oh, I guess we're not making it to 2018. (laughs) Because we were silent for a few weeks there, you know, enjoying the holidays, getting sick remaining sick Uh, but we're back now and we're glad you're all here with us so yay claps all around Mm -hmm. y'all so i don't know has anything new happened that we need to tell them about in the past few weeks Um, what about the apocalypse that happened to us in our relationship the apocalypse yeah you know thing that has destroyed our very souls and yeah. made everything seems so fragile in its wake <laughs> the thing that destroyed us into oblivion listeners if we replayed the tapes of last episode which i might must remind you was like a month ago basically <laughs> it said that i had fallen into the pit trap of 17 and had a favorite boy and then Richard went on a tirade against Wu, and that was about it. <laughs> I'm here to tell you now that since that moment, I have watched every single music video at least five times, <laughs> seen both seasons of Seventeen on one fine day, <laughs> seen all of the episodes of Going Seventeen. You have? Yeah, all 29. Wait, I've never even watched Going 17. Oh my god, it's great. It's their vlog channel. Oh my god, you're deeper than we are. I watched that first. It has a lot more June in it. (laughs) And I watched their Weekly Idol episode. Oh my god, wait. And I watched... Wait, and I also, most horrendously enough, watched their Livey episode, which is an hour and 40 minutes of them laying down and not doing anything. Oh my god. Kelly. I watched the whole thing. Listeners, Kelly Sumo is officially gone. Uh, she cannot be saved. Uh, we have to leave her to die in this hole. I like Wonwoo now. She's dead. Everyone, she's dead. There's no point. We can't save her. I'm sorry, everyone. I started liking him because of one fine day in Japan. Because he was so mean. He is very mean. He's a great leader. Oh. I'm sorry, everyone. I just want to say I'm really sorry. And I'm I'm just so sorry. I joined a Discord group that only posts pictures of them. (laughs) That's all I look at anymore. Pictures of them. It's horrible because I used to be very comfortable in, like, my obsession with Seventeen. Like, it would be... I wouldn't even call it an obsession. It was just a very strong affinity like i'd get into it i watch all the videos but now i'm on the i kelly pulled me into discord i haven't gotten as far as she is yet but like still like you're you're dragging me down with you into hell and i don't really appreciate it kelly you brought me here (laughs) it's only fair that i trap you in too (laughs) 
this is the price I pay for trying to share what I love. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in misery. Because Won Junhui exists. Mm. And he's personally attacking me. Because he has... Okay, listeners, listen. We're getting... This has nothing to do with animation. I'm really sorry. But this is important. There are two things that encompass me as an individual. I love to cosplay. And I love fish boys or reverse mermaids, okay? This has been a thing for years. I started cosplaying in 2010. I started being obsessed with reverse mermaids in high school with my friends, so around the same time. I wrote a play about reverse mermaids. This boy in 17, who I picked immediately as my favorite when I watched the first season one fine day, is dubbed the fish boy. That's a sign from hell. And in the second season, they ask him, what do you want to do in Japan? And he says cosplay. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not fair that this creature was created just to spite me. I like to think that someone out there was like, how do we make... So this there's this girl who does who only really pays attention to people who are two-dimensional and drawn. How do we get her <laughs> attention to like... Because we need all eyes on us, but there's this one person who's not watching us. How do we get her to look at our boys? And they created this 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 perfect creature known as June just for Kelly's. With his weird vacant fish stare. (laughs) This reminds me, I had a dream a few weeks ago that I told Richard I would tell on the podcast and then we didn't have a podcast for forever. Oh yeah. Okay. And then once I finish this, we'll move on. We're done. We'll talk about anime. We I had I had this dream. It was very vivid where I was dating someone. I was not dating June because even in my dreams, I know this will never happen. But I was dating dating some unknown person. I literally did not have a face. But I had someone who was related to June. Some sort of distant cousin who then invited me to go to... We were in China but all the 17 were there. Well, first it was only June there, and that's how I met June, and he offered me tickets. And then I asked for extras so I could bring my friends. And then a vivid part of the dream was that I was like, I have to tell Richard. So I FaceTimed you over Facebook without any warning and not caring about the time difference in China. And you, like, picked up the phone and you were like, Kelly, it's 3 a.m. And you looked like crap. And then all I did was, like, look, it's Dino. And I gave Dino the camera. And then you screamed. And then I woke up. And it was like... (laughs) So I want to know, how would have you reacted if that were to actually happen? That's actually what I would do. Like, it's spooky. Like, is this some kind of premonition? Like... I hope. Like, because... You do know, Kelly, that if this ever were to happen, please do call me at three in the morning. Like, I mean, I don't yeah. care what time it is. I need you to tell me as soon as possible. I'll get out of bed, no. buy a ticket to China, and fly there immediately. I had told Dino, you just have to say, Sarang, hey, Richard, or whatever the hell. <laughs> and that's it. I had prepped him. It was going to be great. So from now on, you have to make sure you pick up any call from me in the dead of night. <laughs> Absolutely. All, Especially all of them. Absolutely. if it's a FaceTime. Because <laughs> I, I, like, I, I need the visual. I can't, like... Yeah. I, you, I know that you're very good at your Dino impression, right? Like, Kelly's very good <laughs> at imitating Dino in June. So I need to have a visual confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. So Anyway, this has been uh, Dying in the Diamond Life. Uh... Uh, Kelly, of, 
Nemo and Richard's horrible obsession with death. Um, and yeah, uh, thanks for joining our fan. Honestly, we should just make a seventeen podcast, just a separate a branch up podcast. It's five minutes a week of just us yelling and crying. <laughs> Richard, what is our question of the week? Oh yeah, that's right. We have questions of the week. Um. If you were just joining us now in 2018, this is not a K-pop podcast. In fact, I don't really like K-pop. Um, this is a show about a- talking about animation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in all its wonderful forms and answering questions about it. Richard, what's the question? The question this week is if... Okay, so you know how a lot of animes are based off of dating sims? Yeah. What if we flipped it? What animes do you need to have a dating sim of, Kelly's Mimo? I feel like we talked about this on like a as a, a side thing. We have certainly talked about like video games of animes. And I definitely think okay. we probably talked about this as well. What but, anime needs to be a dating sim? I'm gonna tell Can you we right exclude now. romance game romance shows to begin with? Because that's too easy. Absolutely, sure. Mm-hmm. Or was that one of the things you were about to say? Oh no, I was gonna say Osumatsu san would be a great dating sim. Oh my god, you <laughs> shit show because that would be really funny i would not be able to tell any of them apart so like it would just be like one one single line of you just getting confused and dating all six of them at once is what i think it should be (laughs) first of all i think you could never get past anything because they're really bad at dates except for totomatsu also they're literally color-coded richard (laughs) how can you not tell them apart listen i can't I never passed kindergarten, Kelly Smimo. I don't know my reds from my blues. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, no, and Asumatsu sound would be also very X-rated, probably. They do terrible, <laughs> terrible things. Terrible things. There's literally an episode in the second season where Toromatsu and Osomatsu, who are the first, the oldest and the youngest of the six, they do like a double date thing, and it's literally awful (laughs) mostly because of the oldest is just a perv so you just keep saying these horrible things while the younger of him is like i'm gonna kill him i'm gonna kill you can't do this and he's like i can't help it (laughs) so yeah that would be an awful game Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10 tatami galaxy i guess is technically a romance anime but not really Mm -hmm. Uh, and that would also be a great dating sim because already Watashi, which is the main character's name, is literally just a stand-in for the audience, like any other dating sim game. Huh. And, like, there's such a colorful cast, and, like, he dates a lot of the people in the show. And, like, there's literally, like, three episodes that feel like a dating game, actually. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, who should I choose? The doll? The girl, or, like, <laughs> the made-up girl that I don't know is made up. I forgot about that. I would expand it so that, like, you could date Akashi, which is the girl he basically ends up with. Um, you know, the teacher with the big chin, the cool guy, the perv guy with the doll, the doll herself. You know, everyone is dateable. Mm-hmm. And, of course, also Ozu, who is the true end, mm-hmm. clearly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that would be really fun. Because it would be really zany, but also, like, very sweet at times. Think yeah, that would be fun. And each like route to... would like could be in a different art style. Yeah, definitely. And I think that like the 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 dating the 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 main girl. What's the main girl's name? I don't remember. Akashi, I think. Akashi, yeah. Akashi, Akashi. Like dating her would be unlockable because like I mean like he never gets to it until the end of the, the the series. But then like after you unlock mm. it, you realize that it's still not the ultimate ending. It's still not the correct yes. ending. 
it's Ozu! <laughs> yes, just like in the real show. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Your best friend was there with you all this time. Mm-hmm. I think that one would be a really fun game, actually. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I really like the fact that, like, it already sort of has that built in with the alternate timelines. Like, yeah. It's, like, ready. It's right there for you. Why hasn't anyone done it yet? I don't know. Yeah. I want a high cue dating game. Who would you play is my question. Would you just be, like, the new team manager? Probably is what that would be. Yes. Um, but I want the other team managers to be dateable. Yes, absolutely. Could you pick what team you're on and then that is the characters that you have and then you have to unlock other team like you know what i mean like maybe in your first playthrough you automatically have to be on the crossano uh team and so you only have access to those characters but then like like this could be a massive game so like once your team you know once you start meeting the other characters those teams become unlockable and you hear like oh there's an opening for the seijo manager mm. position and then you're like all right Peace, crows. I'm going to go with the real winners now. And then you marry Oikawa Toru, which is the true end. We could do like a Pokemon Red and Blue sort of situation where you have to buy oh! of the game to like access the different teams. Uh, yes. Make our, mon- make our millions that way. Yes, but instead of just two options, there's like 30. Yes. Yeah. there's a lot of teams that are fleshed out in that show. Because you'd have to have your Shiro Torizawa, your Dadago, your Nekoma, your Fukurodani... Um, not to mention all the new national teams that are in the manga that I've stopped reading. Like, there's a ton out there. We could make millions. This has we to go along with my my Haikyuu Love Idol app, Love Live Idol app game. Idea. Absolutely, you, with competing just... idol groups, like absolutely. Yes. So now we have a dating game idea and the idol game game idea. It's mm-hmm. perfect. Uh, can I tell you about the the dating game that I wanted that really made me want to talk about this question? No. Please. I'm, <laughs> this is all I care about now. Okay. I no. really want a Pokemon dating sim. Okay. Stop now, being a furry. No. <laughs> You're a sick man, Richard. Now, there are a lot. Now, it's dangerous with a Pokemon dating sim because you get into... The gross All of them side are 10 Pokemon. years old. Now, now, <laughs> what about, now... Richard just wants to date Mr. Mime. Now, <laughs> please, Kelly Zemo. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I was thinking about it, and do you remember that play that we had in college, the Pokemon play? I mean, I, I was never a part of it. Good. I um, blocked it out. All I know is the horror stories that you've kind of alluded to. <laughs> A cu- me and a couple of people that I have, some close friends of mine, like, we, we tried out for this play. Some of them went on with it. I decided to stop because I became very unnerved by some of the content. But it sort of discussed Pokemon the anime and what the characters were going through when they were growing up and maturing. And it sort of built this new sort of mythos around Pokemon in that people died and then they became Pokemon. And the, the idea was that Mr. Mime was uh, Ash's dad. And he was dead. And he desperately wanted to kiss his wife, but he had little stick arms and his mouth was frozen in a smile that sucked out souls of children. So it wasn't really the sexiest thing. Um, But what if you turned that tragic love story into a dating sim? So you're playing as Mr. Mime? No, that would be too upsetting, I think. (laughs) 
That would be that too long weird. pause of you contemplating. It's like, could that be good? No, could not be good. <laughs> but he would be a side character. Maybe you date him. I don't know. Maybe you play as Ash's mom. There's lots of Wait, things you, you could still... do in this game. Richard, yes. you have not answered the question of who are you dating in this universe? Are you a Pokemon dating Pokemon, a person dating Pokemon, a Pokemon dating people, <laughs> or a person dating people? There are too many unknowns in this pitch, Richard. I just, I think everything should be able to date everything else in this Pokemon world because Richard listen to me. <laughs> the feds are gonna come for you I think I I think that there's a lot of Pokemon <laughs> that you wouldn't date them in a sexy way what does you would just hang out with them. What you're describing is just what Pokemon is. <laughs> Where you catch Pokemon and hang out with them. There wouldn't be any fighting. Or if there would be, it would be all for drama's sake. But most of it's just talking <laughs> to Pokemon. Now, it wouldn't be that interesting because Pokemon can only say their names. But there's a lot of subtext, I think, that goes into dating Pokemon. <laughs> would they um, be subtitled like in that one episode? Oh, you mean the episode where they're on giant Pokemon Island and they're talking to each other? And for some reason, yeah. Ash's Pokemon can speak coherent English, but like the evil Pokemon, like Coughing and Ekans, just can't speak normally. It's weird. Yeah, it's because they lack love. Oh, uh, love makes people smarter. Um, Richard, yeah. I hate everything about this pitch. I think. I think there's nothing redeemable in it. There's one rule, and that's there are no po humanoid Pokemon allowed in the game. So it's Mr. Mime is now out. Mr. Mime is now out. Um, Machop is out. Gardevoir is out. Um, it's so just you let the like the more bestiality. Really. Not is it bestiality if it's just animals? Yes, it is. Wait, what? <laughs> if, you mean if it's two it? Are you a Pokemon in this game? Yes, I'm deciding you're a Pokemon now. Okay, then you're not. Then I don't think it is. Yeah, it's just two is Pokemon's okay. dating. Okay, well, I didn't understand that, okay? I mean, I've changed you were never clear. I keep changing my opinion on what it should look like. <laughs> okay, so you're a Pikachu. Yes. And you are dating other Pokemons, but not necessarily Pikachus. Yes, and you can date your trainer. <laughs> that is bestia! <laughs> Richard. Yes? This is garbage. But you don't, I think we remove the fact where you can date your trainer. And in fact, trainers are actually the enemy. Because what I think would be more interesting is if you're a wild Pokemon and the one you love gets captured. And you have to, you know, you just watch them like get beaten to death and then transported away. And you're like, I guess they're dead. Because you have no concept of like this Pokemon slavery system that's happening. And then you have to save your love by killing all humans. Yeah. Yeah. That's... That's the real game that unlocks after you date a That's bunch of Pokemon. Real that, game. And while you're date, can you not use that voice? Yeah. <laughs> when you're dating the Pokemon, it's your you have to be strategic about it because that's the Pokemon that are going to be your allies when you go to defeat. So you want to get a well-rounded team. Mm -hmm. But you're not capturing them because you're not a human, instead you're dating them to capture their hearts mm -hmm. and their bond. 
There we go. I fixed your game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot more to this than my initial idea of just having Pokemon kiss each other. <laughs> there's a lot more here. It's a, it's a bit richer and more three-dimensional than what I initially anticipated, which was just a Pokemon kissing simulator. <laughs> Richard, you can't say these things. <laughs> Thank you. I Kelly. think we need to. I think we need to leave. Yeah, I think I need good. to leave. <laughs> Kelly's current corner. Thank you. Wait, let me I use watched... my microphone really good. Kelly's current corner. Disgusting. I watched. Oh, I watched like thirty episodes of Steven Universe yesterday. <laughs> Yeah. So I am finally. That's what I'm talking about. I stopped watching Steven Universe. I realized in um, 2016, so December 2016, and so I had a lot to catch up on. Actually, I didn't. It was like 30 episodes. (laughs) So, and they're each like 10 minutes, so it wasn't that bad. So I watched them all, and I have a lot of feelings. I really like season Mm -hmm. five so Mm -hmm. far. I think it's like, Mm -hmm. especially the first half before he like goes home like, was really strong to me when he's, like, in space with Mm -hmm. Lars. Did you watch the two newest episodes? I have not watched the two newest episodes. That's where they go back to Lars, right? It was really good. There's a really, really, really good reveal about a certain character that we've been dying to see and haven't seen yet and now finally get to see. And it's, like, a lot of references from, like, season two and three that, like, we didn't really, at least I didn't realize were hints are now, like, super obvious. And I would love to talk to you about them, but you are not up to date. <laughs> um, Stevani's there, and she's fantastic, or they're fantastic as always. And yes. I love Steven Universe, and I forgot how much I did. Because that's it's like one of those shows where mm-hmm. I like don't think about it until I'm watching it, and then I'm like, oh, I love this. I'm the exact same way. Like I like for the past half a year was like, oh yes, yeah, so a new episodes are out. Well, maybe I'll get mm-hmm. to them eventually. And then I sat down and watched. And I was like, I can't yeah. stop watching this. I need more. Please. That give was me, me more. yesterday with my roommates, where they were like, "What are you watching?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "So there's like this boy, and he has three space moms and a dad, but he's also his own mom, and like they're trying to save the world, and also he's 14, so he has those issues." <laughs> His friend may or may not have just died. I'm so so. upset that he's 14 years old. Yeah, geez Louise. I get a text from my brother that just says, and this was before I had caught up. I get a text from my brother that just says, Lars is lying now? And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? And he's like, oh, I thought you watched. Ignore what I just said. Well, like, that was a cool twist. Also, Mm. I can't believe Lion's dead. I can't believe Lion's dead. Yeah, just straight up and gone. More people need to die so that Steven has a whole network of transportation systems. Yeah, like, sacrifice yourself for the yeah, good cause. I mean, you'll be fine. For the good fight. Is Lars now unkillable? Like, I don't understand. Well, is Lion unkillable is my question. I don't know. I just don't know. Is it like that he just got, like, a little extra life inside of him? So, like, he's, like, he's dead. Like, he's very much a zombie. Yeah. Like, his corpse is rotting and dead. But, like, it's being sustained and there's, like, air freshener around him because it's full of steam. <laughs> Like perhaps it's, it's, it's unclear. It is. I have no idea. But that's all I did in these mm-hmm. past three weeks. Because as I mentioned before, I've only been consuming seventeen media. So you guys should be lucky I watched anything that was two D. 
I literally just repeatedly. There I'm is surprised. a person. I need to shout this person out. There's a person doing God's work out there. Their name is The Innocents on Twitter. And all they do oh my God, is the they Innocence go to every fantastic. single 17 event and film June. And specifically only June. To the point where June has recognized this woman and has talked to her and been like, Do you know oh that? God. And I told you that? No, I didn't. Okay, know no. That. Literally, she posted on Twitter like a quote from June where she where he said, like, you know. You don't always have to take pictures. I'm sure your hands are tired. You can just put the camera down and watch sometimes. And I'm like, this beautiful, sweet boy. <laughs> and you know, it makes sense that he knows who she is because he literally stares at the camera constantly. Like, he knows. <laughs> sweet boy. I was like, oh, you're the Nikon over there. Are you? <laughs> I'm done. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, right. Fans are important. Boop. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Boop, boop. Richard's rambunctious mm. room. Mm. Richard watched a surprising amount of anime this year. <gasps> yeah, in the past like six days. Not yep, not a lot, but a surprising amount, like more <laughs> than zero. So that's surprising. First of all, I got further in Little Witch Academia. You're still not done. I'm on the last two episodes. I can't bring myself to finish no. it because I'm too no, scared. No, it's so good. It's so good. It's worth it. Everyone tells me to just do it because I'll love it. It's but worth it. I can't do it's it. It's worth it. I love Little Witch Academia. Yeah. I do get frustrated with Akko sometimes because she does do the same things over and over mm. again. But Diana. But the supporting cast and also her growth as a character is very nice. Like I am liking to see how like she's actually taking this like each of the magical words to heart as she like mm-hmm. develops as a character. Like that's really nice and exciting. Also Diana. Also friggin' Diana. My heart and soul. Owned by her. <sighs> she was just like a morally great character at first, and then she just turned into a great, great, good character who's just there ready to help at all times. I love her so much. I would die for Diana. Mm-hmm. I would lay down my sword. Die for Diana. Um, I also watched some VeggieTales <laughs> because my brother and I were like super nostalgic this break. And we were like, you want to watch some VeggieTales? Yeah, let's do it. So that's anime. Yeah. Um, how did that hit? How did that resonate now? Uh, the dub is uh, really good. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it more as an adult. Um, we didn't watch any of the new VeggieTales uh, because the we weren't we weren't a fan of the new 3d rendering uh you know how i feel about 3d anime um and the updated art style is a bit out there uh it doesn't have the classic vibe to it and we learned a lot about jesus so it's a good classic anime <laughs> like it's like even yeah 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 with all those like christian undertones <laughs> absolutely <laughs> that they just put in there for no reason remember when in evangelion they told you about the birth of christ and taught you how jesus <laughs> is always there for you it's my favorite church movie to watch, yeah. is Evangelion movies. <laughs> uh, episode 17, so yep. good. Uh-huh. So good. Um, I also, so I, last time I had mentioned um, a French animation, uh, Dofus Curbs Bazaar. Yes. And uh, I watched the first couple episodes. Um, the dub is on Verve, uh, and it's free to watch. Um, Verve.com is a streaming service that's, uh, I think, a branch off of Crunchyroll. Um, and it's the dub. I am not a fan of the dub because, uh, the voice acting, I don't know how greatly they translate from the French to the English, but like in the original French, I really like it. Little French animated characters, they sound adorable and also they're very expressive and it's great. 
French. When I was in high school, I used to watch a lot of anime in French. Really? For funsies, because I thought it was, like, fun <laughs> and, like, better than the English ones. Because it still felt like, like, I still kind of had the subtitles on, just mm. in case. So it still felt like I was, I had a degree of separation from the voices, which I think helps with a lot of anime mm-hmm. consumption. Absolutely. I think we've talked about it before. But, yeah, I remember vividly, like, when I, my friends forced me to watch, like, all of Black Butler. Like, I watched a lot of it in the French dub. That sounds like that'd be good to fun. watch in French. That sounds like that'd be great to watch in French. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. As fun as Black Butler mm-hmm. can be. <laughs> Kelly, do you remember when we watched, like, a lot of Miraculous Ladybug in Korean? Because <laughs> that's the only <laughs> dub we could find. Yeah. Yeah, and then you just kept being reminded, wow, this is a kid. Yeah, <laughs> with such skin-tight clothing. See, that's that's so funny. Because, like, when I watch Steven Universe, I'm like, is this a kid? <laughs> Like, half the time. With Miraculous Ladybug, I could never get into it because I was like, this is a kid's show. Yeah, it very much, like, a lot of the themes are, like, stuff that I've already seen before. Whereas in Steven Universe, a lot of the themes are stuff that either I haven't seen before in, like, the medium consuming or, like, stuff that's in my real life that I just haven't seen, that I haven't really Mm -hmm. seen represented in that way. Like, that one episode where they're at the party and, like... Kevin is like, hey, you need to act really cool so that she doesn't, like, so that she knows that, like, you're fine without her. Yeah. Like, that was like, oh, man, this feels really real right now. <laughs> it was more like a teen plot than, like, yeah. a... And I guess Steven's technically 14, but he looks like he's He looks 10, and acts like he's like... 10. Yeah. Because he doesn't go to school. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he learns math? He has no teen angst. I think he doesn't really need to learn know. math, does he, for what he does? No. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Anything else, Richard, in the animation um, corner? Oh, there was one other thing. Oh. No, that's it. No. <laughs> See? So this was not a lot right. of anime, but it was a good chunk of anime. It was It was substantial. It was more than me. Yeah. Um, we don't really have much prepared for this, but I just want... I need the world to know about something, because I discovered it a few weeks ago, and I saw it, and I was like, how is this real? And I just need the world to know about it. And I don't think Richard knows about Mm -hmm. it because I haven't said anything about it. So I need to tell Mm -hmm. you about it. So a few weeks ago, while we were on break, this post on Tumblr started circulating around about an anime that's coming out in the spring called Maho Shoujo Ore. Have you heard that? Yes, I have heard about this. I absolutely have. And so I just need to read the summary of this to everyone. This story is about a 15-year-old girl who is a newbie idol in love with her best friend's brother, who is also a popular idol. But she runs into a scary Yakuza guy and finds out her mother was an ex-magical girl, and the Yakuza was her mascot. Her love interest gets kidnapped by demons that look like burly men with cute squirrel heads, so she contracts the Yakuza to become a magical girl, which in this story means she turns into a handsome guy in a magical girl outfit. On top of that, her love interest shows an attraction toward her magical guy form. Her best friend turns out to be in love with her and also becomes a magical cross-dressing guy to save her life. Thus, their manager, who is a magical girl geek, then decides to turn them into an idol unit. I had uh, originally just watched the trailer for this, and I... I couldn't read the Japanese subs, so I really had no idea what was going on. All I saw was people screaming, transforming into gigantic, burly men in beautiful cosplay. 
and magic everywhere. And I, that feels in a lot of ways. And now it makes perfect it makes sense. Perfect, it all makes sense. Of course it was that. How could I not have known all of that? Now, is this going to be a good show? Probably not. Is this going to be a show that I watch? Definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Wholeheartedly. Well, I'm excited for April 2018 when this garbage pile lands into the anime sphere and I can consume it ravenously. Like, there's so many layers I fully here. expect it to be terrible. Yeah, they're just, like, honestly, I can just see the exec board throwing darts <laughs> at a board. What's popular these days? Magical girls, always. Ooh, idols are in. You know, Love Live's doing real well. Idols are in. We need that. We need that. Um, how do we make us different, though? Ah, JoJo. Bam. All together. You got this. Where could it go wrong? You got Maroka Magica and Cardcaptor Sock because of the best friend being in love with the girl and also a brother is in there. So Cardcaptor Sakura, Love Live, Idols, and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm -hmm. All wrapped up into one show. And that's, it's called art. Mm -hmm. You know, That's what art anime. is right there. You take so, a bunch of good things and stick them together. Yeah. With duct tape. And you pray. I just really, uh, in my mind, the way that this sort of went was the, the board was talking about it. And then, like, one person said, okay, so we're all agreed. Um, they're going to turn into magical girls, but they're going to be really burly. And they're going to be in love with each other. And they're like, oh, wait, but also isn't the brother going to be in love with them too? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. So they're going to be in love with each other and they're going to turn into magical girls. And they'll be like, oh, wait, no, they're also turning into really brother. I was like, okay. And then sort of just a snowball of confusion sort of started to build until everything was together. Yeah. Until finally they said, you know what? Let's just take it all. I think this is good. I don't super know what's going on, but we'll publish it. We'll draw it and make it. And the math will sort of come out eventually, I think. Exactly. The funniest thing, though, is that this is actually, like, from a manga. Is it actually? Yeah. So, like, there is a source material. Okay. That, like, this didn't just come out of nothing. So maybe I should... I don't know if I should read the manga and be disappointed, or if I should wait until the anime and be even more disappointed, but also, like, I think it'll be more hilarious. Animated. Yeah, that makes sense. You don't really have the, uh, the expectation set up for, like, what it could have been. Yeah. This didn't, so it's going to be in the spring? Is that when it's coming out? Yeah, spring 2018. Okay. So. I'm personally kind of skipping over this winter season. I'm not really watching anything that's coming out right now. Yeah, I wasn't that impressed. I want to watch the Pop Team Epic, though. Yeah. Are they going to be shorts or are they going to be full no. episodes? I don't know. I think the first episode got released and I've been seeing clips of it and being like, okay, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> um, but I didn't actually watch it yet. But it is out already. Mm. No, they're 24 minutes long. Oh, okay. <laughs> Each episode is 24 minutes and there's going to be 12 and it's currently airing. Holy cow. Okay, well, I thought this was going to be like some farty little jokes that are like two minutes long, but apparently this is going to be legit. I mean, I saw a clip of someone, like a dark foreboding character, laughing maniacally while spinning a fidget spinner on his phone. <laughs> so I think that's the level of quality we're going to be getting, which honestly exceeds anything before that, so... I will be watching it. Oh my god. Incredible. Absolutely fantastic. Richard, is there anything you need to share with the world? I just wanted to let everyone know that I'm taking on a New Year's resolution for 2018. Okay. I'm going to... And I talked about this with my, my close friends and family. And 
But not me. No, absolutely not. Not with Kelly. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start setting up a watching schedule for myself is what I'm going to do for this year. <gasps> wow. Because um, I do spend a lot of my free time. I come home from work exhausted. And instead of doing anything productive, I just sort of lie on the ground looking at my phone or watching YouTube videos. Right. And I feel like I can spend my enjoyment time, the, my, my precious downtime, actually consuming some good anime. Now, I remembered what I had also watched over the break, over the winter times. And it was, I rewatched the last 10 episodes of Full Malcolm's Brotherhood. So I don't want to do any of that anymore. Because that was kind of a waste of time. It was enjoyable and I loved it, but I need to stop rewatching things. I need to stop rewatching Frasier and <laughs> Parks and Rec, and I need to just get on some good new anime because there's a lot out there. And if I don't start now, I'm never gonna get started. You know what it is? You know, you know what it is. I know what yeah, it you is. know what it is. And so, like, I I'm just gonna start taking my 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 anime consumption very seriously. So, speaking of which, Richard, you know what I think we should decide mm. on by next week. Mm-hmm. A new anime to watch together Ooh, since it's been a while. It has been a while, hasn't it? Ooh. And if I remember correctly, it's actually your turn. <gasps> Is it? Oh, yeah, because to sum up, last year we watched Sakamichi no Apollon or Slope Kids, which I mm-hmm. picked. Then we watched Shigo Fumi, which mm-hmm. you picked. And then we watched Dick's Shinari anime, <laughs> which I picked. Oh, man. I, so it's your I turn. I hope I don't pick a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> the stakes are so low. <laughs> Oh man, wait, what genres should I go? Oh, we'll just see whatever we haven't heard anything about. That's that's usually what we do, right? Yeah, so that's your homework for the week. Excellent, excellent. This is a great way to kick off the new year with the new anime to watch. I love it. Yeah. All right, and then with that, I think we should go into the rec room. Absolutely, I completely agree. We should go into the rec room. Boku no Hero is coming out with a fighting game, and oh, the trailer looks fantastic. Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. I need to catch uh, up on Boku no Hero. Oh my god, I loved the ending to second season. Like, I'm so ready for the next it. season. Um, but, like, it's um, it looks like a classic, like, Naruto fighting game or, like, a Dragon Ball Z fighting game where, like, you're punching each other and stuff. But, like, I'm very excited because everyone has such different quirks. And if the mom, if Deku's mom is not a playable character, I unfortunately will be giving this game a 2 out of 10. A 0, a negative <laughs> 10 out of 10. Because... Deku's mom, I think, would be great. She could, like, pull people with her really weak pulling powers, and that would kill them. And I think that'd be really fun. So just letting the creators of the game know that that's what they should do, or else I won't like it. The end. Okay. And that's some scathing comments Mm -hmm. from Richard. That's right. right. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen the trailer. I want to see it. It's Mm -hmm. exciting. Uh, My rec is more of an eldritch horror I'm summoning from the depths of the internet and unfortunately unleashing upon you guys something that you will never be able to unsee and now will forever know about. It's something that I only recently found out exists um, and wish I didn't. So a while back we talked about AMVs, anime music videos, Mm -hmm. Um, and I, you know, I like AMVs. I think they're really cool. Uh, There's a certain brand of AMVs for Disney and I'm like, oh yeah, that's fine. Um, and then I actually looked into it, and it's not okay, because what it is is this weird, incredibly well edited crossover fan fiction of really intense AMVs, really well executed, but of like the weirdest concepts, and I don't understand. So the one I'm going to be recommending people to watch is one that has 1.2 million views. 
And it's funny we talked about bestiality earlier. Oh because this is a Simba and Pocahontas AMV <laughs> that <laughs> constructs an entire narrative around the fact that instead of getting trampled by wildebeest, Mufasa is killed by John Smith. <laughs> And Simba is relocated to the Americas, where he and Pocahontas become friends. And then maybe more? It's unclear. Oh my Um, sweet. But it is edited very well, I guess, for that. Um, But yeah, there's just a lot of these that I found out exist, and I'm upset that I know about them. So that's the one with, like, I saw a couple of them. This one was, like, safe for work. So this okay. is the one I'm recommending. One of the other ones that I that stayed in my mind was there's one that took like one of the ugly stepsisters from Cinderella and she falls in love with uh, the boy from Treasure Planet, except that she thinks he doesn't notice her. So she gets plastic surgery to look like Jessica Rabbit. And that's the plot oh of the video. And that one's equally horrifying. That one doesn't have a million views. It has 571,000 views. Which is still too many views. So, so but honestly, views. kudos to the editors, because they do a really good job of taking these things that don't exist, sometimes even in the same animation media, and, like, fitting them together. And that takes a lot of work. Mm, mm. Uh, so, kudos on them for that. But also, why did you use your talents... For evil. <laughs> what kind of um, monster have you created? So, I'll link that below for you guys, and you'll never unsee it. <laughs> so, how about you thank me, and maybe we should thank some other people. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, uh, thanks to Kelly Smimo for ruining all our lives. Uh, She's doing a great <laughs> job, as per usual. Uh, second of all... We want to thank the Fat Rat for letting us use their song Prelude as our theme song. Uh, check out their YouTube page at the link in our description. You can also find us at our website, animatetheworldcast.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music. Also, if you ever want to send anything our way, you can email us at animatetheworldcast at gmail.com. Woo! Woo! And what do you want to leave them with for the beginning of 2018, Richard? Um, the year of 2018 is the year of 17. Which is counterintuitive, but um, stay that tuned is the for our branch for off podcast. Yes, check into our new podcast. <laughs> 2017. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh my God. Oh my God. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Amy. And we host More Research Required, a podcast where we create scientific studies we would do if anyone gave us money to do them. We're asking the real questions. Questions like, does your personality affect whether you believe in horoscopes? Or do hockey superstitions have an impact on the outcome of a game? And how often are people really playing Wonderwall at parties? We discuss prior research, make hypotheses, and speculate wildly about what we would do with unlimited funding. Catch more research required every other Sunday on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are sold.